Are your walls naked? Stay tuned. Welcome to Decorating Tips and Tricks. I'm Anita Joyce with Kelly Wilkness, and this is episode 315, The Best Sources for Wall Art. Uh, the show notes for today's episode can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 315. This has been a big request, hasn't it? Oh, over and over and over again, we get asked this question. It is tough. I think art and lamps are two of uh, my most difficult decor items to find and to be happy with. And um, I think I'm definitely not alone in the wall art category, at least, because we get so many emails about this. There's just a lot of C-R-A-P out there. Right. And I just did uh, finished up some notes for a client I was working with, and that was the thing that I spent the most time on were the lamp and the artwork suggestions. So it is hard to find, and there's really a lot of bad stuff out there. And, a lo- and you know, there's just a lot of stuff out there that looks like stuff everyone else has in their house. And that's what we want you to avoid. I don't want you to just go buy it because that's just what's out there or that's what you've seen somewhere. Right. We are up. really encouraging you to find artwork that speaks to your heart. There are just millions and millions of pieces of artwork out there, and there's no reason to buy something that isn't just super special to you. And so that's what we're really here to help you find today. Yeah. So we're curated, uh, you know, I think it's a pretty robust list. I know I have a bunch and I think, and Nina mentioned to me, she has a bunch as well. And we'll share some very specific pieces that we found in specific um, places on the internet that you can go and give you some general ideas of other uh, sources for art. But here's what I think about the difference between art and lamps. I think with uh, lamps, to, you ha- to, unless you're going vintage like I do and sort of upscaling it yourself, you tend to have to spend more for a really cool lamp. Well, with they have artwork, gone, yeah, they've gotten very expensive over yeah, the years. But I think mm-hmm. with artwork, people assume you have to spend more because it's art. But you know what? There's a ton of great art out there that is really inexpensive, for especially for what you're getting. And if you're getting, it may not, it may not be an original one of a kind, but it could be a limited edition or at least, you know, the artist had some interaction with the piece, whether they're printing it out or something like that. So it is something that's special and you're just not going to find it on the shelf in some big box store. And you can you know, feel that you have some connection to it when you look at it, either because of what it depicts or just the emotions that it stirs within you when you look at it. That's right. So, uh, yeah. So let's let's think about finding something for you that speaks to you, that's meaningful, uh, and let's just avoid the stuff that if you've seen it everywhere on Pinterest, that's great. You know, I mean, it's cool. It's hot right now, but a year from now, you're not going to want it in your house if you just bought it because you liked it on Pinterest. So let's get going. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Yes. Can I start? Yes, you may. Okay. So, you know, we both love Miss Mustard Seed. Uh, Marion Parsons uh, has a fabulous blog, Miss Mustard Seed, but she's also an extremely talented artist. And I noticed uh, that she had done a blog post recently about her artwork being for sale, but I didn't really have time to click over. 
by the time I clicked over before this episode, I thought, oh my goodness, all of these original art pieces of hers, such talent. They're so beautiful. And she had them priced so reasonably. And as you might expect, uh, it's a couple days later, I think, since she announced it. They're almost all sold. That's the bad news. But we'll link to it. It's actually on a website called Daily Paintworks, and I'll include a link. But you can see the gorgeous things that she has. The And um, uh, Daily Paintworks actually has features about 1,600 artists, so she's not the only one there. Uh, I also noticed that she had copies of her work or reproductions or you know, reprints, I guess I should say, of her work at, at Society6. So you can get those still there you know, because they're, they're copies. So that's definitely still available, but, and we'll have the links to these, but these are really some beautiful, uh, she has portraits, landscapes, and some still lifes that were really pretty. Yeah. It's beautiful work. I mean, I was, I knew how talented she is from, she's been, you know, furniture painting and whatnot for years and definitely has a very artistic flair and decorates her home beautifully. And I remember seeing some things that she was posting about how she was getting into uh, really painting, you know, on canvas. I think I'm totally she was blown in- away by, by how she's taken off as, I mean, She's so talented. This well, I think beautiful. she was in some, she was in a bunch of painting challenges and I don't really understand how that works, but I think she was, one of her challenges was to paint a hundred landscapes. And I'm thinking, oh, wow. ay, ay, ay. Right. I would feel so accomplished painting one. I mean, I would be patting myself on the back so big time for doing one. And here she's, uh, you know, just whipped out a hundred apparently. So yeah, but, but I will say if you want to improve as an artist, that is the way you do it. You you have to do a lot. You, know, you have to be willing to be bad and do a lot of work. I don't think she had a bad face. If she did, I sure as heck didn't see it. Yeah. But that's how you get better is doing exactly what she did. Well, so true with decorating as well. All the things that, that you want to do that have some sort of artistic uh, flair, uh, the more you do them, the better you get at it. So yeah, that's exciting. Okay, I'm going to definitely check out some more of what Marion's been up to. I have one uh, from Etsy. I found a shop on Etsy called Art Tide Art. And these are beautiful abstract paintings. Now, they were original works at some point, And then they have artists copying them as well. Um, so they're very reasonably priced. You can get very large ones, uh, which could be very impressive in uh, over a sofa or even an entryway, something like that. Um, so I'll add the link to them. They're very sort of ethereal in a sense, mm-hmm. at least the few that um, that I was particularly drawn to. But the whole thing is sort of, they're abstract, but soft abstracts that, you know, you guys like, oh, that is, that's a forest in the distance. And it looks very sort of like Heathcliff on the moors, uh-huh. like, right. you know, very misty. And then the other one that I was particularly drawn to, you, it definitely looks like the sea, but it's darker colors, very moody, really pretty. And I... Um, messaged on Etsy back and forth a little bit with the shop owner. Her name is June. She's quite lovely. She's got a ton of great reviews. People seem to be very pleased with the finished product. And again, very reasonably priced. They don't come framed, but you know that definitely saves you uh, you know, the cost of the frame. And you can then choose your own, or perhaps you have one, and also reduces the shipping cost as well. So we'll, you know, each one of these that we discuss will link in the show notes so you can go have a look. 
Yeah, and I found greatbigcanvas.com has a lot of art, and you can choose the size, and they carry a lot of artwork from famous artists that you would have heard of. But, you know, what a great way to have a beautiful piece of incredible artwork as a copy, and you can get it whatever size you want and, and you know, on canvas or printed on paper. And, uh, you know, I love the gallery-wrapped canvases. Mm-hmm. So this is a, a, a great source, and they have some beautiful portraits, and I, I found this beautiful portrait of a, a young girl on there I thought was lovely. So we'll include that. Uh, yeah, so there's really so many sources. Yeah, so what's your next one? The, uh, the next one are some original paintings. Um, they are from another Etsy shop. And this is um, Art Nostalgia. And these are originals, as I said. And they are by a few Ukrainian artists. And they are, they're deemed vintage because they're from the 90s-ish, circa. And one of them... I shouldn't even be telling you guys because I absolutely love it. It's uh, called The Blooming Garden, and it's um, 13 and a half by almost 20 inches. So it's a pretty nice size. It's I believe it's on a canvas and an oil painting, and that's $99. And then there's another one by another Ukrainian artist, and this one is only $45. It's absolutely beautiful. It's signed and it is um, called Sea Waves. So it's kind of like sea foam crashing on the shore, some pinks and blues. You definitely get the the feel of the motion of the sea. And these are coming from, I believe, someplace also in the Ukraine, but the shipping is only $15. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are really beautiful. And they have a a whole bunch of them from various uh, Ukrainian artists from around that time. And I not, oh. I didn't see too many of them that were over $100. Very nice. The next piece I found is on minted.com, which also deals a lot with individual artists. And the one I found that I thought was so beautiful is called Broken Clouds. And it's by Stephanie Goose John dot, dot, dot. So I don't even know if they show the person's whole name or if that is is the artist's full name. But it's just a beautiful landscape, very bucolic setting with some clouds and some gentle rolling hills and trees. And, you know, I'll link to this specific one. But, yeah, I mean, there's a size. It looks like a 14 by 11 for $44. So, yeah, I mean, that's very reasonable. Or, no, it's 89 I think the, it's a little extra if you have it framed. Yeah, because you can get them framed there as well, which is so great. Okay, I'm totally cracking up. As you're saying this. Oh, did you pick the same one? Yes. <laughs> okay. Broken clouds got me. But then when you uh-huh. said Stephanie Goose, she's from Washington, Connecticut. I oh. picked the exact same one. And I'm actually thinking about getting this one. I love It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Right? And I mean, it's for the 14 by 11, it's $44. Plus, if you get it in the classic frame, plus 45. I mean, that's a great deal. And Vinted always has... Um, discounts as well. They probably There's probably some promo going on at some point for free shipping or something like that. And the thing about, I can't, I'm just like, it cracks me up. We just, we, we were talking about shoes before we started you guys today. And we, now we know we wear the exact same size shoe. So <laughs> next time we go places, we just can bring, you know, each bring one pair of shoes and we can share. And I, that cracks me up. Of all the paintings on Minted, mm-hmm. we picked the same one. That is so bizarre. 
so bizarre. And I guess you can get it unframed too. So then it would be under $50. But it is absolutely beautiful. Um, and what I love about I I worked with Minted um years ago on my blog, and that's when I first learned about these um design challenges that they have. So a lot of the, you can sort of even search by the design challenge winners. And a lot of them, like Stephanie Goose Johnson, uh, have done fabulous work. And they, the original may or may not still be available, but then you can get these limited editions. So what I noted about this one is there, the edition count is only 350 per size. So, you know, if you get the, there's only going to be 350 of the 11 by 14 or whatever size in the world. And, you know, they're very careful about the type of printing and the paper that it goes on. Absolutely gorgeous. So when you're shopping on Minted, you can look for those particular things. And then you can also get some details about the artist. Like there's a great picture of her where she lives on her farm in Washington, Connecticut. And you learn that she has three boys. And, you know, you just sort of like get, make a connection with the artist. You can even request commissioned art. And then you can go invest in, um, then visit her actual store. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a really lovely way to feel like not only are you feeling a connection to the art, but that you have a sense of the artist as well. Right. And I love buying art and when you know who the artist is, but there's something else, you know, but it's okay too to get art if you don't really know exactly who the artist is. I have been majorly crushing lately on travel posters and I'll include the link. I'm looking on my phone and I can't really see who this uh, seller is, but I'll, I'll link to it. But it's a, a beautiful a travel poster of Loch Lomond. Oh, and which is a place I've been. In fact, I I taught some classes in Scotland, right on Loch Lomond. Um, you did? Okay, I, I did. That. When I was did. that? Oh, when I when I worked for a computer company. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I would uh, you know talk toward the um, students and get them mm-hmm. working, and then I would turn around behind me and look out the window at the lock, and I thought, oh. My goodness, this is stunning. And I also had some other travel posters from France, uh, Mont Saint-Michel, and some other ones. I'll include links to all of these. I found them on eBay. Mm-hmm. And they're reproductions of travel posters. But the thing was, they were like 10 bucks a piece or something. Maybe the most I paid was $20. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about for a piece of artwork that was, I don't know, like, 25 inches tall. It might have even been bigger. Actually, I want to say it was bigger than that. Uh, and uh, Kevin took these to work. A lot of color, these uh, you know vintage travel posters, and I bought the frames from our friends at Art to Frames. Oh, yes, Art to Frames. Mm-hmm. Just some simple black frames. I didn't uh, math them or anything because it's a poster, so it kind of has the natural white mat. Uh-huh. Uh, I said, oh, you need these for your office. I framed them for him. I gave them to him. Uh, they were hung up. And he said everybody that walked in there the day, even the guy hanging them, loved them. Oh, I bet. So they appeal to a wide, wide range of people. So yeah, so that's something that you can do. And not just travel posters. Let me mention that you can also get old um, posters that are advertising uh, different products that are kind of fun, like some of these old French ones from you know, like 1880 or something. There's mm-hmm. some great uh, posters from like, you know, different liqueurs and things that are, they're really fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, those are great. And um, if you got the original of those, I mean, they go for thousands and thousands of dollars. Exactly. But if if that doesn't matter to you, and if that's not within your budget, you can definitely have the same look for a lot less. In fact, um, another thing that goes for a lot of money is those sort of original, um, usually German uh, wall hangings that may have been in a school or a laboratory. Oh, I, you know I what I'm talking one, about? Yeah, I I had bought some of those, and they sold like hotcakes when I had my booth at Roundtop. Oh, the long, uh, yes, right. they were like made on printed on linen, and exactly. it was from a. It, they're German, the ones I had, and it was this beautiful scene of a town and I, they were like almost four feet wide. Yeah, they're pretty spectacular because mm-hmm. you imagine, especially if they're being used in a lab or a classroom setting, mm-hmm. you know, they're usually big and long. Yes, sometimes and so you they can have see from the back of the room. Right, sometimes they have animals on there right. or other things. Right. Those, the vintage ones are really uh, very popular and hard to come by. Right. So I, if you guys have been listening, you may have heard me talk about my dandelion uh, print. This is very similar to that sort of thing. It's the uh, so the parts of a dandelion. So it was probably used in some sort of science class or something or botany class or something like that. So I have never seen that on the internet. Um, and lo and behold, when I was doing my research for today's episode, I stumbled upon it. So I can share with you, mine is different in that mine background is black. The one that I found, the black, uh, the background is white. Um, and it's uh, available through a shop called The Black Vinyl, again, also on Etsy. And it is, in fact, a copy of an 1887 German book on medicinal plants. I have to say those botanicals with the black backgrounds are simply stunning. I do. I really do like the black. I was really hoping that they would have had it in the black, but I don't see it. But maybe if you popped over there, you could ask a question because there's something about that, that sort of burnt yellow color of the dandelion against the black that's Mm -hmm. that's pretty spectacular. In fact, I found a home for that. It's going to go in my laundry room above the sink. And um, I'm loving it there. So I have it just propped up there. But um, yeah. And guess what, you guys? It's $18. No. <laughs> you know, that's wow. pretty great. And well, I, if it's the same, you know, if it came from sort of the same place as mine, um, the paper is very nice and, and heavy. I did pay a bit less for it. Uh, not too much less. I think I paid because I bought a couple of things. I think I ended up paying like maybe $12 each for the ones that I purchased. And they're coming from Long Beach, California. So to the United States, it's under $6 shipping. So for $24, you could have this spectacular piece of art. Mm-hmm. Mm. So something else I found, because I love historical things. I, I love history. I think you do too. Uh, and so this was an interesting find. And this is on Etsy. Again, I'll include a link. I think it's being sold by First Class Design Company. And it is a set of French documents from the courthouse, uh, 19th century century uh, paperwork. And I thought that would just be fun. I'm sure I would not understand a word on there, but it's just kind of fun seeing all that beautiful script handwriting and uh, you just kind of an interesting, uh, unique look. Not everyone's wow. going to have, especially yeah. if you're looking for a monochromatic, neutral look in a room. I think this would be a fantastic thing to to use in a real, um, you know, 
kind of conversation starter. But if you're wanting color, this isn't going to work. No, but that's so cool. And being a former mm-hmm. attorney, although I'm not French, I, I mean, that would be kind of interesting to me to uh, yeah. even take a look. So is it um, individual pieces of the paper framed or is it like yes. a collage? No, no, no. They're individual. I think there's eight pieces here. And I, let's see. Yeah. And it's, you know, obviously it's a reprint and you can right. get the size that you want. And I think the price is for all eight of them. I Hopefully they're framed. But yeah. Wow. Very good. Yeah. And then when you have a whole set like that and you put them together, the strength of the look is in all of them together because one, you know, eight by 10 document or 11 by 14 isn't going to look so striking on a wall. But when you have, a, you know, eight of these framed on a wall, then it's, you know, then it's kind of uh, the the look of the whole thing is really beautiful. Oh, great. Yeah. I mean, Framed in simple black frames. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. kind of yes, akin to the way frame. you might do a set of botanicals or something like that. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. I found some beautiful artwork from Bell Maison Art, and this is on Etsy as well. But there's some beautiful, you know, I love architectural prints, but, you know, they're usually lacking in color. They're black yeah. and white. This is, they're, these are beautiful color, colored prints uh, of, uh, you know, but it's an architectural print. One is, you know, kind of a, a huge chateau or something with mountains in the background. Ooh. And it's a set of two. And then the other one, you would love this because it's a layout of a very formal garden. Oh. So, but it's kind of, it's an aerial view of this garden, you know, for planning purposes. Right. So this was probably presented to somebody, some duke and duchess or whatever, and they said, yes, do it, you know, spend, you know, whatever, however much. But it, yeah, it's yeah. huge. It's ginormous. I mean, the the plans. But it's a, they're beautiful because of all the color. Um, and I just love these. They're probably, you know, it's, I think these are actually based on original prints um, from, you know, probably the, the 19th century. And or 18th, I don't know, they look pretty old. And I'm so excited to check out your finds, yeah, yeah. So, a couple of these, uh, it again, just a I'm just going to check the price here 216 by 20, $75. Wow, that's a good price, probably doesn't include include the frames, but still, I think it's a great buy. Oh, yeah. I think that's awesome. And what, what what a wonderful thing, especially if you're into, you know, the particular thing like the gardening. I mean, if that's your gig, wow, that'd be awesome. Um, okay. Gardens to flowers. You know, there's a lot of botanicals and whatnot that you can find out there. They're not all created equal. So be careful when you're looking. Um, I found something that was really beautiful. Again, it's an Etsy shop. Uh, this girl is from Boston, Massachusetts, and she's got a mix of things, but she has these flowers that were original watercolors, but then, you know, she's making copies of them, but she's copying them on old dictionary pages. Oh. Right. So uh-huh. the one that really struck me was uh, the poppies. She'll still have that on the page with the P words. Oh, how you know, fun. And then the sunflower. The is P on the words. Page. We got to watch that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was more like parsnip. Oh, good. And partake. <laughs> things, words like that. Um, this is G-rated. G-rated. G-rated art. Uh, G-rated podcast. P for podcast. I don't think there podcast. There you go. I don't think podcast is in that old dictionary. 
So, and then, you know, sunflower on that, you know, so you, you're following me on that. So pretty. And the, the, um, the watercolors that she did are very vibrant. You know, the, the poppies are really red and the sunflowers are really yellow, but they have a very, uh, you know, botanical look to them, if you will. You know, they're not cutesy at all. They're very beautiful and really well done. So I thought those were great. The 11 by 14 and one of those is twenty four ninety nine deal. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That's they're really really pretty. Yeah, and you know, I interestingly enough as we were going through this as I was um kind of looking at all the artwork to see which ones I wanted to mention during the episode today, I got so much joy from looking at these pictures to looking at this artwork and I thought this just makes me so happy. Imagine what happiness some of these things uh, art some of this art could bring to you just on your wall oh, you know yeah. being able to look at it every day exactly it does so much i mean i've spoken about the artwork that i have in my house from this artist max moran before now that you know this is not that was something we bought as an investment piece and it's absolutely beautiful um and it has given me so much joy, like a hundredfold what we may have paid for it. And it wasn't that much money, but it wasn't $24.99. But he is a, an incredibly f- beautiful artist and he depicts clouds like nobody's business. And when I look at those clouds, it reminds me of, you know, a time when we used to live where he was painting. And it was, uh, it just is, it's transformative when I take a look at it and it's in my bedroom and it's a perfect place because when I wake up in the morning, I can look at those clouds. I love yeah. it. I, and another place I want to mention, it's not a place online, but go to the antique auctions, go to your antique stores, your vintage stores. Uh, they're harder to find at thrift stores, but I know here in Houston, really walking distance from my house, I love to go to a store called Heights Antiques on Yale. And they have so much antique and vintage art that's original and so fun to be, and they've already curated it for you. So you might check out some places nearby. You know, it's always fun to get out of your house too and see the pieces in person. And maybe even if you don't find exactly what you like, it might be helpful to kind of get a feel for, oh, I'm leaning toward the botanicals or I'm leaning toward the landscapes or I'm leaving, leaning toward something a little more, you know, uh, contemporary. Uh, just kind of help you uh, maybe hone what you like if you don't find exactly what you're looking for. But it's it's so fun to see the pieces in person too. No, that's a great idea. And I definitely tend towards the landscapes and mm-hmm. the smaller landscapes at, Anita, as Anita said, estate sales, thrift stores maybe not so much, but Round Top, Rose Bowl, if you've got some sort of organized uh, antique shows near you, you can usually find them. And they're usually not very expensive, especially the smaller ones. And even if the frame is not in great shape, you could always just take it out. It looks cool not in a frame, you know, just sort of leaning somewhere on a shelf or tucked behind something. If they're small enough, you can work them into vignettes. In our prior house, in the living room, I had a wall that was all like a gallery wall, but it's all different uh, small landscapes. And I tried to have them, you know, either California or New York, because that's where, you know, we have spent most of our time. But, you know, it was kind of loosely based on that. And I just loved collecting them. And I don't think I spent more than $20 on any of them. And together, they made such a statement in that room. 
Yeah. And if you know some artists locally, it's fun to support them too. I have a personal friend, Lindsay Sappington, and I bought a lot of uh, original artwork from her. And I, I loved, I loved going to talk to her, to meet with her and, and buy the artwork directly from her. So that's always fun too, but it's, you know, it's not always easy to come by, but there's got to be some art galleries near you. Those are going to probably be, you know, the more high end expensive things, but I'll bet there's somebody in your neighborhood in your neck of the woods. That's not so uh, super high priced. Right. And I like to, I kind of, term this art that you might find at these estate sales and whatnot, sort of like Sunday art or not as nice a term like marginal art. Like it's just somebody who maybe took a painting class or just felt like it was a lovely thing to do on a Sunday to go out with their palette and their brush and paint something. And you know, they, they had it in their house and then maybe it went to a relative and ends up in somebody's attic. And then it shows up at this estate sale. And, you know, it's, maybe $10 or $12 or something like that. So don't turn your nose up at that sort of Sunday art because those can be really beautiful. It might not be, you know, the most perfect technique, but it's just so charming. Well, interestingly that you say uh, that because I remember uh, when I was very small, my mom loved the paint by numbers paintings. Remember those? Oh, yeah. So she did those all the time and they were all over the house. And, you know, I was a kid, I didn't know, you know, I didn't really think one way or another about them. And I don't see that anymore. New paint by numbers, but I think those old paint by numbers are being sold everywhere now, really seen as kitschy and fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're at the Rose Bowl all the time. In fact, I think I remember there was one that my dad had done in my grandma's house of this horse. And I, I have asked, you know, numerous times, does anybody know where that horse is? Because I would love to have it, especially since my dad made it. Uh, but I remember it being in her office in her house, but I don't know what happened to it thereafter. Probably somebody had ended up probably in some yard sale somewhere and somebody else has it. Yeah. Well, I hope someone's enjoying it and it's not in the bottom of a trash heap somewhere. I hope I somebody hope so too. saw its value and en- enjoyed it. Exactly. Uh, another thing that people like to put on their walls is um, photography. So there's a ton of great photography out there. There's probably even more photography than there is um, art that's painted uh, out there and available to you. I tripped upon a shop that sells sets of um, like city art uh, photographs from cities. So the one that I particularly loved was this uh, set that you could get from Paris. So it's the Arc de Triomphe, the Eiffel Tower, and then you and you can choose. There's like three, maybe nine choices, and you choose three, and you put a little collection together. And the eight by tens are fifty seven dollars for all three. The absolutely beautiful black and white photography, stunning, absolutely stunning on your walls. I feel like we're going down the same path here because another thing that I've seen that I was very attracted to are some of the photography pieces that are of the doors of old cities like Paris. It doesn't have to be Paris. It could be London or some other European city, but the doors were all so much more unique, you know, in these older places, different shapes, different colors. And I love the color photographs of of just a collection of doors. Wouldn't that be beautiful? Yeah, that is so pretty. And there's something about doors. My mom uh, traveled to Ireland many years ago. And she took this absolutely beautiful picture of this 
blue door to someone's cottage and it had sort of roses spilling over that pinks and reds and stuff. And it's just so funny. It was partially opened. And it, I, I, you know, it, it's kind of burned in my mind's eye as well as I have the photograph. It's so pretty. And then, you know, I, I guess maybe she was just inspired by the look, but I don't know if it was around the same time. But then you started seeing door calendars and door mm-hmm. this and do that. But there's something about the door, like what are people drawn to? I think it is that it's like, you know, you can open that up to somebody else's life. You know, there's right behind that door, somebody else's life's going on, whether, and all the wonderful things and maybe all the secrets and all the interesting things. And, you know, for us, like, what does their house look like inside? I think there's something so intriguing about doors. Mm-hmm. And then when you couple them with absolutely beautiful doors, it's a lovely thing to have. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, again, we're so imaginative. I'm always thinking, what's behind that door? What does it look like? And so there's the the interest, you know, just has your curiosity up beyond just appreciating the beauty of the door. Yeah, there's, yeah, I think that's really pretty. I am really excited to look at all the stuff that you came up with. Oh, oh, I know. I know. This was, I mean, I had to stop myself. Oh, I know. It it was a giant rabbit hole of art I was falling down. I know because I'm glad I only had a couple, uh, you know, like an hour really to work on this because I, I I could have spent all week on it. (laughs) and got nothing else done. Yeah. And I already have a list of, oh, I need that. I need that. And I don't need anything. I don't. I don't have room for anything on my wall. But yet I have earmarked several things thinking, where could I fit that in? Because it's just speaking to me so much. Right. Well, and also at these price points that we're sharing today, I mean, you can move things around. And, you know, maybe something takes on a different life when you put it in a different room. One mm-hmm. of my clients, uh, she does have a really lovely art collection uh, that she and her husband had curated over years and years and years. And every time I go to our house for whatever, we're going to get some more pillows or reupholster something else or what have you. And I was like, oh, wow, Trish, you moved. That's different. You know, I, I, that looks so different here than it did in your bedroom. Mm-hmm. And so it's a good idea, whether it's very expensive art or not, no matter what it is, to give it uh, a, you know, a new resting spot and then mm-hmm. you can appreciate it you know the the natural light's going to hit it differently and you're going to have opportunities at different times of the day to appreciate it like the painting that i was talking about that's in my bedroom now was always in our living room in our other house and you know i thought oh well this you know this is a pr- a, you know beautiful art and it should be above the fireplace in the living room and sort of very traditional that's where you would put something like that and whereas i enjoyed it there but i didn't spend a whole lot of time in my living room so i'd see it you know walking past or coming through or you know now when it's in my bedroom, I appreciate it even more and I get to see it, you know, in the real morning light, which honestly, the way these clouds are painted makes them, they look so different. Mm-hmm. The piece of art looks different depending on the time of day. And here's an idea. If there's an area where you're thinking you're going to want to be changing out the artwork a lot, or if you find yourself already changing the artwork out a lot, it might be a nice idea to put a little shelf in there to set the artwork on. I have a shelf in my upstairs uh, hallway, and the beauty of it is I ch- I put artwork, I put mirrors, and the beauty of it is they just sit there and, you know, because each piece of artwork's a little different height. So, you know, if I were changing it out all the time, well, I am, but I mean, if I were hanging it on the wall, I would have all these holes up and down. 
Oh, good because point. of the different sizes, but because of the shelf, I just set it there and lean it against the wall. In our house, it's going to be left alone. Um, but of course, if you're doing a leaner like that, be careful and make sure that uh, you have it secured. If you have, you know, anybody in your house that might be knocking it over. Yeah. That's a really good tip. Yeah. I like leaning mm-hmm. art. Um, it just has this more casual feel to it. Like maybe you are the artist, you know, and you just finished that painting and you just leaned it over there. And it's not quite dry. Exactly. Maybe it's still drying. Still drying. Oh, wow. Lots of good tips today. Um, So this one was, as we mentioned when we began, a question that has come up over and over again. So we're going to count this whole episode again as a listener question because Uh, there are so many of you. So thanks to everybody who asked this question and we hope that we gave you some great ideas. After you've had an opportunity to sort of click around and see all these um, ideas that we've given you, if you have follow-ups or if anybody has any other sources, please let us know. Oh, share your sources with us. Share your sources. We share with you. We want you to share with us. And definitely go to the show notes and enter the D Lawless $250 giveaway because you would be remiss if you didn't get in on that. We want everybody to have an opportunity to win. Yeah. Do you have your your crush for today? I have one. Yeah, I do. I don't know if this can be a crush, but I'm gonna make it one. I have a crush on my termite guy. Okay. <laughs> your what guy? My termite Excuse- guy. Oh, termite. I thought you said turmeric. I'm no. Like- yeah, no, I don't have guy? a turmeric guy. Uh, my termite guy. Okay, it's not a crush like, oh, my termite guy is cute or, you know, it, it, Peter has nothing to worry about. I kind of was about. guessing that already. Mm-hmm. I- so it's a, it's a crush slash tip, which, you know, I guess all the crushes are tips too because we're telling you about good stuff. But, okay, I had another termite guy who seemed like a nice guy. I, it was How recommend- many termite guys do you have over okay. there? All right, well, let me back up. Our house has... 95% of my house is made with what's called old wood, mm-hmm. which is a good thing because termites don't like old wood. So it could be redwood or something. There's something about the old wood that termites don't find that appealing. But new wood, uh, which is part of what the kitchen is made of, their termites really like that. So I have discovered, and I don't need to get into the details, of that there are some termites. And so I was recommended, somebody said, oh, you should get this, this guy comes over, he does a full analysis. Now I know that 95% of my house is never going to have termites. Okay. Never did, never will. All right. So I had this young guy come and he was very nice and he spent a whole lot of time here. And then he sent me this big giant email with all these recommendations and he wanted $3,200 to rid me of this little... Um, colony of termites. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was like, whoa, like, I really don't want to spend that on termites. No, no, no. So I remembered the gentleman who came here when we first were moving into the house and he had to do the inspection. He just seemed like the, this cool guy. It looks like maybe he could have been like part of the Grateful Dead. He's like an older guy. So nice. He comes today. So he, he is now my crush today. And this is the tip. And this is why he's my crush. He's like, yeah, you see, this is where they're coming in. He shows me this tiny little hole. This is how you can tell they're here. Now, he says, Kelly, I could come back and charge you $500 and I could squirt my, you know, the stuff that I have into this hole. But do you have any WD-40? He's like, see, these holes that termites make is the exact diameter of the WD-40 straw. 
You know what oh. WD forty is? The stuff that you squirt on a squeaky. Do I know what it is? Yeah. Yes. Who doesn't? Okay. He's like, so, and I was like, yeah, I have that right on the sink. He's like, just squirt it in there, and cable look at it. And, and if in ten days, you know, they come back, then you can call me and we can see. Maybe, maybe I'll come by with my stuff. There you go. Now that is crush wow. and an excellent tip. So you need to you give know, him a fruit basket. He I needs a fruit a basket. A good bit of money. He exactly. is a fruit basket. No, I said he needs a fruit basket. Oh, <laughs> do you need to clean okay. your ears out? So he. <laughs> so anyway, that's my crush. It's you know, it's just a tip, really. And he's such a nice man. But if you live in my area, it's Royal Termite. His name is Rick. Super nice guy, and uh, and he was also completely. Uh, complimentary of what we had done to the house because he saw it when it was a complete disaster. So it was kind of fun to have him back anyway. Oh, well, that's good. Well, I don't know that mine's quite as exciting as yours. That's very (laughs) exciting. (laughs) Mine is shoes. Well, that is more exciting than termites for sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, um, if you haven't heard of them, we both love the Jack Rogers shoes and that's, yeah, you. the Jackie O shoe, right? Yeah, yeah, she wore mm-hmm. those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they have some beautiful ones. They even have some called jellies that are, I guess they're kind of plastic, but they're I've nice. I've never for the, seen that. Okay, but those are for the pool or wearing uh-huh. in your house or something. So I don't know. Anyway, those those are pretty nice. Anyway, they're having a sale. By the time this goes live, it may not be going on still. But but uh, you know, if you miss the sale, sign up for their emails and you can uh, wait for the next sale that's coming around because they do have them and they have some beautiful. The Jacks are my favorite shoes, so there's some beautiful ones there, and I have several in my cart. I'm gonna have to. Oh, my you're gonna have to winnow to just, it down. I'm gonna have to just get one. I know. I know. But yeah, they're beautiful and classic. Sophie's choice there. Yeah. There you go. Mm. So, oh, good. So good crushes, I guess. You know, what a, what a range. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So much fun to hang out with you guys today. I hope you got some great ideas on wall art and let us know if you did and let us know if you have any ideas to share and we will pass them along. Enter the D-Lawless giveaway for $250 to their wonderful family-owned hardware business. And remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. I want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space. We are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon.